0: Okay, it's time to check in with Erica Tablanche for this week's edition of Motivational Monday. Um, it's been, I think, six or seven weeks now that Erica has been talking us through the building blocks of happiness. Uh, just a reminder that she is a, a UK qualified psychologist, she's also an internationally certified life coach, and she holds an MBA from the University of Cape Town. She happens to be an extraordinarily talented long distance athlete as well, and she is all about encouraging people. To live their best lives, be their best selves, embrace the love of exercise and talk about the building blocks of happiness. And I can't believe we are already onto the fourth building block. Today, last week, we were talking about the importance of relationships and how they can help us build happiness and longevity as well. Today, we're talking about meaning and purpose. Erica, great to have you back again.
1: Wonderful to be back. Thank you, Papa. Lovely. Can't believe it either. It's the fourth building block. Second last one. I think next week is our last one. Next week's our last yeah. one
0: for now. I'm sure by the middle of the year our energy levels will be waning again. We'll have to get you back again. <laughs> but Looking for forward. now, I mean meaning and purpose, they're terms that are thrown away and thrown around so I don't know, so easily, but but they mean they matter so much, don't they? Oh, they it's a life and death
1: matter. That's how much they matter. I mean, yep. if you look at it, um Dr. Viktor Frankl, I don't know. Man's Search for Meaning, yes. What a profound, profound book. And in his book, Viktor Frankl says, if a man knows his why, he can withstand almost any what. Of course, Mm. if a woman knows her why, she can also withstand almost any what. And Dr. Viktor Frankl came to this through hard experience, later through science, but first through being a prisoner of war in uh, for five years in a concentration camp, living every single day with not knowing if he was going to live to the next day. Yeah, His entire life was at the mercy of the uh, prison guard's mood every day of his life. Just put yourself there wherever you are in traffic right now or where you're standing in the shopping center or wherever. You do not know whether you're going to live because of the decision of the cashier or the taxi driver. That was effectively what, yeah, yeah. That's what he lived in. And what he found was those prisoners of war who survived, who didn't get sick, and who managed to get through the five years were those people who had a sense of meaning and purpose in their life. And Dr. Viktor Frankl actually identified three sources of... Because, Papa, today we're going to talk about the sources. I mean, we can talk about me, but let's go to the source So what are the sources of meaning and purpose that Viktor Frankl saw there in the concentration camp behind behind barbed wire? First one is love. Of course, meaningful relationships. Mm. That one is to be expected. The next one is meaningful work. Of course, that one is to be expected, a vocation to go back to some papers that you want. Viktor Frankl was on fire for that because he actually started logotherapy after his uh, experience in the prisoner of war camp. But then the third um, source of meaning and purpose that he found is a surprising one. And it has actually the meaning and purpose we find in showing up in adversity. Mm. Acknowledging that life is not always easy. That each of us have our own unique set of challenges and travails. And that it is our accountability and yes, the meaning and purpose piece to find solutions to those. Mm. That is profound. And people of One just sits with that for one second. The empowerment that comes from, yes, these are my problems. And it's my problem to solve. Huge meaning and purpose coming from that. So that was Viktor Frankl. And now fast forward about 50 years to Dr. Martin Seligman, of whom I speak often. often. Yes. Father of positive psychology, driven to um, bring us the science of zero to ten on the scale of happiness. Dr. Martin Seligman and his colleagues after 25 years of research found this that those people who are happiest and most fulfilled are those people who put their innate character strengths in service of something greater than themselves mm. what's an innate character strength, what am I talking about I'm talking about those things that people would describe you as uh, curious um, eager to learn kind, loving um, uh, curious, compassionate, funny. So humor. Humor is a character strength. Leadership is a character strength. Empathy empathy is a character mm. Wisdom is a character strength. And what Martin Seligman and his colleagues did over these 25 years, for many cultures, it's actually applicable globally, mm. across the global cultures. They developed 24 character strengths. You can find it at viacharacter.org. Just Google via character strengths or via strengths it will come up it is one of the most profoundly useful surveys that you can go do for free on the internet okay so the last time i looked seven million people did it but i think recently somebody said to me it's now on 17 million okay i may be behind the count but what this will give you it will tell you what your top five strengths are and when you know what your top five strengths are, here is the science. It says if you deliberately use those strengths in service of others. So if you're at work, if your top um, strength is humor and there's tension in the office, how can you deliberately use it at work, at home, to help diffuse the situation? Mine happens to be perseverance. What am I doing with it? I'm swimming from Robin Island in the dark to raise funds. Mm-hmm. I do couch to 10K because I know... If I demonstrate perseverance, other people will learn it also. So that is a huge, huge source of meaning and purpose. Go find out your character strengths. Don't let this slip you by. Then stick it up in your office uh, next to your computer so you know them. Okay, so that's via character strengths. Third avenue of where you can go and look for meaning and purpose is very often the things that we struggled with most in our life. The Places where we've experienced most pain. Mm. Maybe you've come through addiction. Maybe you've come through divorce. Maybe you had learning difficulties at school. Um, maybe you were bullied. Whatever your pain was, and you've come through that successfully, you are now equipped to be empathetic to those who are facing the same headwinds. Our mess becomes our message. So if you're looking for meaning and purpose in your life, go think of the times where you've really struggled in your life, where you've been in pain. Those are the places where you are going to find the most satisfying and then throw your character strengths at it Hmm. to go and help people through those headwinds. And like we, you know, in our Christmas session, and it's going to be a short session today, but in our Christmas series, we spoke about that one research study where... Uh, where they gave people $100 and those people who spent $100 gifting it to others or buying them an experience were significantly happier and for significantly longer, longer yes. than the guys who used it on themselves. The question about meaning and purpose, you know, so much of today's life tries to tell us it's our happiness is about ourselves. It actually turns out our happiness is a lot more about the others. Mm-hmm. So. Instead of asking, what is my great, audacious, big purpose in the world? Why am I significant in brackets, which drives you back to the ego and the self? Here's a better question. In whose life do I have meaning? Go write those names down. And even if you don't know the people, even if it's just somebody that you pass every day at the bus stop and you can wave at them. Mm -hmm. Name those people, think of them. And how can you then use your character strengths? and your gifts and your qualities in service of them.
0: I love that statement that our mess becomes our message. I'm, I'm sitting here scrolling in my mind, Erica, through all the interviews I've done about people's messes and how they came out the other Absolutely. side. And inevitably, there is at least one WhatsApp or message saying, thank you, I'm going through it now. Or it's so reassuring to hear that it is conquerable, for example. Exactly. The mere fact of showing up and saying, I went through this, you're not alone in going through it, means so much. to somebody who's in it right now.
1: Absolutely. And the gratification that you get if you've come through those headwinds and you take somebody else's hand and help them through the same, Mm. I mean, it is so meaningful. And then you live a life of meaning and purpose. And it doesn't have to be an audacious thing. It can be right where you are in your cubicle. You can just use those character strengths that you've now written up next to your laptop. And look at the person next to you and think, how can I serve you? It's a mindset of standing in service of the others.
0: Erica, I just want to share with you a message that's come through from Janine listening to this today, who wants to acknowledge and thank you for the fact that you share the originators of these concepts that you're explaining. She's obviously finding value in being able to go away and I think read up more about what you've discussed or just acknowledging the fact that you, this hasn't come out of a vacuum. You're calling on decades and in some cases, centuries of research here. And I think it's, I'm gonna echo that. It's wonderful to have sort of a sense of a little bit of homework to take away. If you want to read further or dig more into the studies you've referenced, to be able to do that is really helpful. Janine, thank you very much for taking the time to acknowledge that. That's where we're going to wrap up today's session. Now, there's one last building block of happiness left for us to tackle next week, Monday, before we take a bit of a pause. As you've heard us reference, Erica has got a big challenge ahead of her, swimming in the dark, running and cycling, all in aid of a very good cause. We will remind you again next week what that is before she actually puts her body on the line again. But I want to leave our listeners with a way to contact you if they would like to reach out. Erica, whether it's to to reach out to you about coaching or to perhaps reach out to you about joining your your Couch to 10K running program? What's the best way
1: to make contact? So many different ways. Erica underscore to Blanche Facebook. Erica underscore to Blanche Instagram. You can contact me via my YouTube channel. Um, and you can even go to my website, thrive-guru.com. My telephone number is there because I want to be available. Thank you so much for making yourself available and putting in so
0: much work into prepping for these sessions as well every week. It's so appreciated. Erica Tablanche, Positive Psychology Coach. She'll be back with us next week, Monday, for the last in this current series. But don't worry, we will be getting her back again.